Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. Hope you are all doing super well today. Okay, so today's episode is all about home workouts versus gym workouts, okay? And I think this is going to be a big one. Before we get into the episode, as I always like to do, just a little bit of a chitter-chatter intro, something I have noticed recently, and it's going to bug me, it's going to bug me on this, and now I'm going to tell you, and you're going to be aware of it, the amount of times that I say, okay, oh my gosh, it's it's not okay, it is not okay, so I was doing my client check-ins this week, and I don't know why, but I just, I think I said it like, okay, okay. And I was like, wow, I need to stop saying okay. And then I went, okay. And I was like, oh my God. And you know, once you are aware of something, then you can't unhear it. Like, that was me. So apologies in advance. If you hear me pause, it's because I'm trying just not to say okay. So um, here we go. Now we're aware of it. We can just be totally annoying with that on the podcast. Right. Home workouts versus gym workouts. Where are we at? Which camp do you sit in? Are you a home workout gal? Are you a gym workout gal? And by the end of this episode, hopefully you're going to have a little bit more insight into both the mental side, like psychological side and the physical side of why I am now such an advocate of gym workouts over home workouts. So the first thing is, I think I think this has come around that home workouts are now so popular because of lockdown. Like, it's it's the only option we had in lockdown. To We had to, we, it was either home workouts or don't work out. So, obviously, in that instance, it was it was pushing home workouts. It was very big. And I think it was it was good to, for in some context. And it still is good because a lot of people who wouldn't go to the gym now do it from home. And, again, it comes back to that, that case of, if it's a case of, working out from home or not working out obviously do it from home but also I think it's it's pushed out to people that you are going to get like the same results and the same benefits of doing home workouts as you are going to the gym and that simply isn't true so just hold on to that balloon Boop! there we go done that for you but it's it's not all bad okay but I am gonna this this is you know this is coming from my opinion as an online coach, as a fitness coach, as a strength coach, as a results coach, transformation coach, I know that 90% of my great results come from girls of getting them into the gym. So let's get it, let's get into the the the, the not necessarily pros and cons. Yeah, pros and cons. We're going for it. We're calling it pros and cons. Okay, so just did it again. It's such a filler for me. Mindset, psychological then. The first thing is motivation. And again, I'm going to take this from context of doing my job and working with clients and listening to you guys in the DMs of when people say, I know I should be working out, got all that kit at home. I just really struggle with motivation. And this this does titter into people going to the gym as well, but we'll get to that in a second. So when we look at motivation, right, we've got to think at home, it is not a surprise that you struggle with motivation to do your workouts because we are completely muddy in the water for what home stands for. Home is our safe space. Home is our relaxing space. Home is where we sit on the couch, play with the kids, chill, go to sleep, do the cooking. Okay. And if we're now trying to make it our workout space as well, 
Well, we know when we go when we do a workout, we've got to be motivated. We've got to have a bit of high energy about us to get that workout done. But if you're doing a home workout in the same space, let's say your living room, that you do the chilling out as well. If you're doing a workout the same way you're you are literally looking at the couch that you sit and watch Netflix on and put your feet up and go, oh, and now you're about to do thrusters with the dumbbells into burpees into sit-ups. It's really hard for your for you mentally to tap into that. And at the same time, doing home workouts, I'm thinking about my layout of my house here, right? And going back to COVID times. I'll be doing a workout in the living room. I can see the washing machine. I know that there's a wash that's gone off that needs to be hung up. And I can see the dishes in the sink as well. Now, if we're struggling motivation-wise to do the workouts, and we're like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's so much easier. Yeah, well, I'll just hang that washing out. I'm just going to clean the kitchen, give the, give the top a little once over. And before you know it, you've eaten into 15 minutes of your 30-minute workout time. And you think, well, I can't do the workout now. I've run out of time. So from a point of like motivation, it does not surprise me that you are struggling to do home workouts and lacking in motivation. Now, let's compare that to the gym. If you are struggling motivation-wise to go to the gym and do a workout, the only thing you have got to do, the very first step, the one step, is get into the car. Okay, turn the engine on, drive to the gym. But you know what I'm saying. Is literally get into the car and even two minutes driving away from your house, you've done it. You've mastered that motivation. You're going to the gym. And when you go to the gym, you're not going to start taking people's dirty clothes and putting in the washing machine. That ain't happening. You're going to the gym for one purpose and one purpose only to do your workout. And even if it's not the best, best workout ever, you're still putting a tick in that box compared to being at home and doing the washing and doing the dishes and not putting any tick in any box. So from a mental standpoint of view, which wins on that one? Motivation-wise, is it gym workout? Is it home workout? For me, it's gym. And I struggle with motivation still, but I know that I only have to get into the car and drive to the gym and I'm, I'm, it's done. I don't even have to think about it anymore because I'm on the way to the gym. Again, this, this this goes into the next point, which is purpose. And being in a space where we are purposefully exercising, again, that's really difficult to do from home. So if you're at home, like I've just covered this, in your safe space, relaxed space, where you play with the kids' space, it's hard to tap into, okay, now this is my workout space. Whereas if you're in the gym, you're in the gym for one purpose only, which is to work out. So you haven't got to put up with that decision fatigue in your head that is battling with, okay, but we could be doing something else. Like you, you're not going to the gym to do anything else. You're going to the gym to work out. You ha- you're not even going to have that mental torture of, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I, you know, you're in the gym, do work out and then get out. So again, from a purposeful place, it's always going to be harder to do it at home than it is at the gym because the gym is your paper. That's what you're there for. Similar to distraction. What are you getting distracted by in the gym? Your phone, you stick it on flight mode, that distraction's gone, you get your workout done. At home, there are a million and one distractions. And this, yes, we're talking about workouts, but I know this from working at home as well. As you can see, my office is in my house. If I'm in the midst, I'm in the midst of, of you know of a call or programming or doing a check in, and the front door goes. Like sometimes I ignore it, but sometimes I'm like, oh, it might be my elderly neighbour who needs me. Like distraction, 
And it's the same when you're working out. You press go on your workouts, even if you've got that motivation and you are here and you are ready to go. And then your little old neighbour knocks at the door. We've got elderly neighbours, bless them. The little old neighbours lock at the door just to, you know, ask about the bin day or something. And you you feel bad because you're like, oh, okay. So you spend 10 minutes talking to them and then you're out your flow and you think, fuck this. So I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Again, so from a distraction point of view, when you're in the gym versus home, it's going to be so much easier. And just so you guys know what we're going to cover on this episode, like I think I said this at the beginning, I'm just going to cover it again. Psychological side and actual proven physical benefit sides. We're going to come to that bit in a second. Okay, these two are big ones from a psychological point of view. Is your environment. Okay, so if you... If you are in a gym environment, surrounded by other people who are working out and literally doing the same thing that you're doing, compared to being at home solo, where do you think you're going to push harder? Which one do you think you're going to, which which environment do you think is going to motivate you and push you more, which is then going to lead to better results? And even if it doesn't lead to better results, which it will, but if it doesn't, it's going to lead you to a better mindset of, whoa, smash that workout, okay? So from an environment point of view, it's a winner. And this is why I've come to terms with now, speaking to clients, speaking to people who sign up to me. I'm like, listen, are you, are you, in, are you in a gym? And we'll get down to the nitty gritty into that in a second of like reasons and excuses and stuff like that. The last thing I want to touch on from a mindset point of view then is the law of averages. So you've probably heard before, you are the average of the people you spend the most time with, okay? If you're going to the gym three times a week and you're surrounded by people, not I'm not saying like they're your friends, I'm like, I'm literally talking about people who are working out there who are pushing themselves or, you know, and maybe lifting heavier than you and you think, oh, I'd love to be able to do that versus being at home on your own probably not pushing that that hard probably not you know really monitoring your your reps and your and your and your weight because you're limited by that factor which we'll talk about in a minute but again it's just like a no-brainer like if you're you're surrounded by people who are pushing themselves and maybe are where you want to be you are going to get there if you're putting yourself in that environment multiple times a week I'm going to reflect this back into like my when I started CrossFit. So I was I was well into CrossFit for, for like five years. I still am, but I just split my time between CrossFit and like bodybuilding style, physique style training now. But when I went to CrossFit, I remember the first time going thinking, holy shit, I thought I was fit and I am definitely not. But then... I spent my time there over the years. I surrounded myself with them people multiple times a week and within a year. I was quite on par with the people that I used to go and think, oh my gosh, I wish I could do what they were doing. And the same when we go into a gym is that we might feel like when we first go to the gym, you know, oh, I look, I look, I'm the person who looks like they don't know what they're doing. I'm the person that doesn't look like I've been coming to the gym for X amount of time. But all you have to do is keep showing up and surrounding yourself with them people and you will get there. Like, you absolutely will get there. If you are following the tips from the other podcast of, you know, doing your training program, tracking your weights, 
uh, following you know your nutrition doing all them boxes and keep showing up and surrounding yourself by people that you're looking at thinking looks look like that or train like that or have that confidence in the gym you will get there but you're not going to get there if you're not surrounding yourself with them type of people or them people that you aspire to I, I don't want to say look like that's not what I mean but you know the type of people people who are in the gym and they just look confident doing what they're doing I see people like that now. Oh my gosh, I seen seen a girl yesterday in the gym. God, she looked the shit. She looked so in the zone and just like she was on this machine and you know she was just having it. And I was like, yeah, I weren't feeling it yesterday. Period of time. So I was probably just there like, oh. But anyway, like I I get it and I think I want to be like that in the gym. So. But like like I said, the law of averages. Then if you're surrounding, if you want results. You best start hanging around with people who are, who are also after results, who've got that that thirst for it, that reach for it, and are doing the things that are going to get them there. Because if you surround yourself with them, you're going to get there as well. Versus being at home with this morning on the telly, using weights that you know aren't even doing anything for you. Which one's going to get you the results that you want? Right. So that's like the mindset point side of things and motivation and psychological point of view of things. Before we go into the physical side, something I didn't mention at the beginning, but it is important that I touch on, right? And I was meant to do this at the beginning because it gave people an opportunity to turn off. So I wanted to say what I'm saying now is, is black and white. Like I'm coming at it from a psychological point of view and a physiological point of view of why I think gym workouts are better than home workouts. Caveat, there are genuinely some people who cannot get to the gym for one reason or another. Reason being the magic word there, not excuse. There is a fine line. And it is not up to me to tell you that. But if you feel triggered by that, that you're doing home workouts and you you know, you feel triggered like, oh, why, why is she saying this? Blah, blah. Is it because you know that you could get to the gym, that you could make time to get to the gym three times a week for 30 minutes, which, by the way, would be way better than doing your three 30 minutes at home that isn't pushing you forward. So you're not pushing on. Now, the reason I say triggered is because if you are one of these people who genuinely are doing your best working out from home, you're probably, if you remember, I said 90% of my transformations are from the gym. It's 10% that are still from home. If you genuinely can't get to the gym, you're more than likely going to be one of these people that still fucking pushes it at home, that, that, doesn't, that isn't bothered by the motivation, that isn't bothered by stimulus. Like, you're doing your workout at home, you're working freaking hard, you're probably still going to get results. But what I'm talking about on this episode is the majority of people. And the majority of people that actually choose to do it at home, because it's easier, easier than going to the gym. Don't really have to, you know, think about it. Just, yeah, just do it at home, you know. But then they're like, why aren't I getting results? And again, it comes from everything that I've said from the psychological side. And now we're going to go from the physiological side. So just sit with that and think with that. This isn't telling you you are not going to get results from home if you genuinely can't get to the gym. But what it is, is if you are working out with home, working out from home and you know the weights aren't 
you know the weight's limited for you, you know that you get distracted and you're only doing it because you feel it's the easier option, you're the person that I'm talking to right now and actually maybe you do need to bite the bullet and get yourself signed up to a gym. Right, psych, physiological points. The first one, stimulus of weights. And this is going to be, the reason this is number one is because, again, going back to when we did it from lockdown, we were working with what we had. Weights, dumbbells were like bloody gold dust. And if you could get your hands on a pair of five kilogram weights in lockdown, it was like, hallelujah, celebrate, like, you know, all of that. Now, them five kilogram weights that are two years down the line that you're still using, and you're like, why am I not getting results? I'm working out three times a week. And it's because your body is adapted to them weights. You've, you've outgrown them weights. Now, when we look at this compared to a gym, which is full of different weights, different machines, you know, that stimulus is never ending, never ending. You're not going to outgrow a gym from a weight point of view. You're just not going to happen. So, you know, the, the, the dumbbells in the gym are never going to stop at 5 or 10 kilograms. They're then going to go up. So you consistently and continuously, not sure what the right word was there, continuously going to be challenged and have options to go heavier in your workouts. And that is what we want because my next point is about progressive overload. I just found my book, knocked my camera. It's about progressive overload. Now, you've heard me speak about this on different episodes so progressive overload is what our, is what we need to put our bodies through when training for our muscles to change and adapt. And what does change and adapt equal? Shape change, physical, visual change. Okay, so progressive overload is where we do our workouts and we're either up in the reps, up in the weights, getting better tempo, getting better control on the movement, feeling the movement. But every session that we are doing these exercises, we are progressively overloading our bodies which then leads to the change. And how do we do that at home with home workouts if we are limited to two, three, four, maybe five kilogram dumbbells or whatever number you've got? I, I, you know, unless your kids are out with a home workout, okay? God, imagine if you listened to this episode the whole way through and been like, I get results from home workouts, like I've got a full gym. Obviously, I'm not talking to you, am I? I'm talking to the living room Lindas who have got two kilograms, three kilograms weight, a bloody A4 rug to do the workouts on. I'm not talking if you've got a kissed out at home gym. So progressive overload, let's get back to it. If you've got two, three kilograms dumbbells, how are you how are you pushing your body to adapt and change if you've got no extra stimulus for when you get stronger and you need more stimulus? You've run out of options, whereas when we're in the gym, we don't run out of options, which is why, and I go back to this again, 90% of my big transformations come from the gym because we have this external stimulus, and that isn't just from a weight point of view, okay? So, yes, we have weights that we continuously go up and get stronger, and that from just a mental side of things as well is so much better. Like, you are getting... You are leaving the workout going, I PB today. I put an extra five kilogram on my back squat. I am the boss. I'm the boss lady. Like you're not getting that from home. So again, from a mental stimulation and mental confidence, it gives you more being in the gym. So progressive overload is way easier to do in the gym. But also equipment 
and again this this is sort of psychological and physiological the equipment side of things in the gym so they obviously i feel like i'm telling you what a gym is now you know what a gym is there are pieces of equipment in a gym that target certain muscles they are made so your body moves their machines in a way to target that muscle area okay and there are thousands of them in every gym there's loads of different pieces of equipment and just, i'm not sure where this is going but you know you get what i'm saying there's different pieces of equipment that target different areas of our body what are you limited to at home two sodding dumbbells so again from a stimulus from a stimulus from an equipment point of view the gym is winning the gym is winning and from a mindset point of view from a mindset stimulus when you finish your you know 8 10 12 week program in the gym guess what we can now bring different mental stimulus in by putting different um different equipment in what happens when you finish your six eight week program at home you're very limited to the dump to the exercises you're doing because you are using the same two dumbbells so again it, it proves difficult to get progress because that stimulus isn't there so again from a, a mental stimulus stimulation stimulus from a mental stimulus funny if you're watching this on video you can see my thinking face from a mental stimulus, the, 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 it's never ending in the gym because we can constantly tweak it with different exercises if we need to. Okay. Can't read my own writing. Bear with, honeys. What the hell does that say? Now, there's a couple of ways it could be. Laser. Lager. Wow. I wrote that. I've got the worst writing. Right. So what have we covered? I don't know what it says, guys. I think it just says larger variety of workouts, but we've just covered that, so that's quite good. So we've covered on the physical side the stimulus of weights, progressive overload, and all of this stuff we are getting from the gym, but limited from home. Equipment, progression. So for example, I know that when I program, even so, if when even people who start very start with me and they say, I'm going to spin three times a week, I've got a gym membership, I don't use it. I'm like, thank the Lord, because I can get them in the gym and doing a dumbbell, dumbbell only workout when we get into the gym. Now, this is a podcast I'm going to do next week all about getting you in the gym. This is going to be a follow on from this one because if you're listening to this thinking, okay, I'm ready to fight the bullet, and now what the hell do I do? Next week's episode. Is all going to be about starting in the gym, getting you in the gym. How do we do it? But yes, as I was saying, if I get clients in and they have got a gym membership and they, you know, I don't go and throw them in on all 95 different pieces of equipment. I might set them a four week program, which is dumbbells only. Go and get in the gym environment, get your dumbbells. We're still going to progress because we, we're not limited to two kilograms. We've got all the way up to, you know, 50 kilograms. But just being in the gym environment is going to build your confidence. So if you're listening and thinking I'm way too scared of the equipment, then I still want you to go. Do do the workout that you're doing at home in the gym. Use heavier weights. But get in that gym environment to start building your confidence. Then, then you can progress. Then you can be like, right, I'm going to try three machines on this session. Oh, yeah, like look at me going using the machines. The progression is there. Then before you know it, you'll be using the Olympic bar which is the big weightlifting bar, you know? You'll be going into the bigger weights area. 
No, I won't be calling it the fucking men's area because it's not the men's area. It's the larger weights area. So get that out your head. But yeah, in a nutshell, hopefully you can see why I am now passionate about taking women from these home workouts, from this, this space that we feel, okay, I can just do it here because I'm safe, no one's watching me. But actually, all you're doing is holding yourself back from the results that you want. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing the workouts. Going into the gym, and we'll do this on next week's episode, but going into the gym, I get is scary. It is, and I know that. But the only way that we ever move out of being scared is by doing it anyway. It's by feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And there are ways that we can do that, such as just getting the dumbbells and finding a little speck in the gym, but limit yourself. Okay, I get to do this for two, three weeks, and then I've got to start introducing it. And by the time that you're used to showing up to the gym, parking at the gym, going into the receptionist, just being in that environment, you're already going to build that confidence to go up. So hopefully this, this episode has not only inspired you to start getting into the gym, but it's informed you of actually things that are holding you back. Are you struggling training from home? Well, I'm not bloody surprised. That is your safe space. That is your relaxed space. That is our, some of us, workspace. So what are you doing at home? Are you working from home? Chilling at home? Exercising at home? Oh my God. I'm going to get, what's that thing? Cabin fever. Okay. So again, there's so many more benefits of going to the gym and just getting out and, and being in that environment with people who are maybe five steps ahead of where you want to be, but surrounding yourself with them is going to move you forward there. Motivation is easy when we're in the gym. We're there for one purpose and one purpose only. We're in and out. So if you can get to the gym, even if it's 30 minutes, three times a week, that is enough and that is going to propel you forwards because of everything that I've covered with the stimulus, the progression, that's going to push you forward rather than you saying, yeah, but I could do 45 minutes at home. The gym wins. The gym is going to win. The gym is going to push you forwards. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I hope it inspired you. I hope you found it informative. And as always, drop me a message over on Instagram if you need any help on this at underscore em.powered. I know this is probably going to trigger some, some buttons on people, but good, I want it to. Because if it does, it makes you think about it. Okay. Right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And as always, I really appreciate you listening, send me a message of support, share it on your socials, and I will see you next week for part two. Let's get ourselves into the gym. Love you. Bye.